0: All praises to the most high Whom we magnify and glorify Welcome to another episode of A Brother with the Bible Podcast And I'm your host, Brother B Much love and appreciation goes out to our Instagram followers and friends We truly appreciate your likes, comments, and shares. We'd like to thank all of you that take the time out to listen to this podcast. This means a lot and is very helpful in our walk with the Most High. We kindly ask of you to continue to listen and subscribe if you hadn't. Now, Yah has placed on my heart for the last couple of weeks the scriptures from Roman chapter 8 verses 28 through 30 now in the NLT it reads and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them for God knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son so that his son would be the firstborn amongst many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him, and having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. Now verse 29 hits the hardest. He chose them to be like his son. So he chose us to be like Christ like Yeshua, like Jesus. The Most High chose us, but also gave us the free will to do so, the free will to follow the examples, to follow the habits, the morals, the principles, to follow the beliefs, actions, the guidance and the direction of the Messiah. How awesome of a God that we serve! God could easily force his will upon us, but instead he gives us the option to live and learn, then choose to follow him and his will for us. Glory be unto the Father. So I got to thinking, how many of us knowingly and unknowingly are examples for others to follow? As we all know by now, We as a people, individually and collectively, we are trendsetters. We set standards in many areas. A lot of times we become the bar, whether it's confessed or not, and most of the time it's a hidden truth, but nevertheless, it's a truth. With this in mind, welcome to episode nine, Carbon Copy or Blueprint. Which are you? In this episode, we'll discuss how the examples we set are followed by others, knowingly and unknowingly, by spouses, children, family, friends, and in this day and age, by social media followers. We'll discuss the difference between a carbon copy and a blueprint. Which should we be? The Our Story, Not His Story segment remembers the great Marcus Garvey. The focal scripture for this episode comes from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7. As usual, we invite you to sit back, relax, and engage in the discussion with open ears and an open mind. But first, let us pray. Most High God. We come to you giving you full thanks for the gift of life. We thank you for the blessings. We thank you for the lessons. We thank you for the understanding. We thank you for the revelations. We thank you for those who encourage us. We also thank you for those we encourage. For from encouragement comes strength, and strength comes from you. We pray for a healing of this land. A healing of the minds, we pray for our tribes to recognize that this is the time to set themselves apart from the wrongfulness and the evils of this world. We must come back to you, Abba. All who've strayed. All who's in denial. All whom you have chosen as your people. Open our eyes, y'all. Allow us to see that this world needs salt. This world needs light. This world needs us to stand on the spiritual morals that you've written on our hearts. Bless us to not be conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of our minds. With open arms, Father, we cry out to you for mercy. Asking for understanding and discernment. Bless us with wisdom. Show us great and mighty things which we don't know. Speak through me to others, Father. Encourage them to seek Yeshua for themselves, to be filled with the wholeness and goodness of the gospel. I pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. The Our Story, Not His Story segment of this episode remembers the great Marcus Garvey. Never forget that intelligence rules the world and ignorance carries the burden. Therefore, remove yourself as far as possible from ignorance and seek as far as possible to be intelligent. Now, this is just one of many quotes from Marcus Garvey. Marcus Mosiah Garvey Jr. was born on August 17th, 1887 in St. Ann's Bay, Jamaica. Self-educated, Garvey founded the United Negro Improvement Association, dedicated to promoting African Americans and resettlement in Africa. In the United States, he launched several businesses to promote a separate black union. Garvey was the last of 11 children born to Marcus Garvey Sr. and Sarah Jane Richards. His father was a stonemason and his mother a domestic worker and farmer. Marcus Sr. was a great influence on Garvey who once described him as severe, firm, determined, bold, and strong, refusing to yield even to superior forces if he believed he was right. His father was known to have a large library where a young Garvey learned to read. At 14, Garvey became a printer's apprentice. In 1903, he traveled to Kingston, Jamaica, and soon became involved in union activities in 1907, he took part in an unsuccessful printer strike, and that experience kindled in him a passion for political activism. Three years later, he traveled throughout Central America working as a newspaper editor and writing about the exploitation of migrant workers in the plantations. He later traveled to London, where he attended Birkbeck College University of London and worked for the African Times and RN Review. Garvey did return to Jamaica in 1912 and founded the United Negro Improvement Association (UNIA) with the goal of uniting all African diaspora to establish a country and absolute government of their own. The corresponding with Booker T. Washington The American educator who founded the Tuskegee Institute, Garvey traveled to the United States in 1916 to raise funds for a similar venture in Jamaica. He settled in New York City and formed the UNIA chapter in Harlem. By 1919, Garvey and the UNIA had launched the Black Star Line, a shipping company that would establish trade and commerce between Africans in America, the Caribbean, South and Central America, Canada, and Africa. At the same time, Garvey started the Negroes Factory Association, a series of companies that would manufacture marketable commodities in every big industrial center in the Western Hemisphere and Africa. Now, FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover focused on ruining Garvey for his radical ideas. Hoover felt threatened by the black leader, fearing that he was inciting black people across the country to stand up in militant defiance. Hoover referred to Garvey as a notorious Negro agitator, and for several years, desperately sought ways to find damning personal information on him even gone as far as to hire the first black FBI agent in 1919 in order to infiltrate Garvey's ranks and spy on him. They placed spies in the UNIA, said historian Winston James. They sabotaged the Black Star Line. The engines of the ships were actually damaged by foreign matter being thrown into the field. Garvey died in London in 1940, after several strokes. Due to travel restrictions, during World War II, his body stayed in London. In 1964, his remains were taken to Jamaica, where the government proclaimed him Jamaica's first national hero and reburied him at a shrine in the National Heroes Park. But his memory and influence remained. His message of pride and dignity inspired many in the early days of the Civil Rights Movement. We encourage you all to look into Marcus Garvey's bio, his philosophies, his opinions, and his speeches for yourselves to get a deeper insight on this man. The focal scripture for this episode comes from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7. I'll be reading from the NLT version, but feel free to follow along in your preferred version. Remember your leaders who taught you the word of God. Think of all the good that has come from their lives and follow the example of their faith. Carbon copy or blueprint. Which are you? The term carbon copy has two definitions. The first being a copy of written or typed material with carbon paper. But the second is where we'll settle it. It's defined as a person or thing identical or very similar to another. Looking into the definition of blueprint, we notice that it too has two definitions, the first being a design plan, or technical drawing. But we'll settle in on that second definition once again. It reads, something that acts as a plan, model, or template. We've all been told at some points in our lives that we either look like or act like someone else. Whether it be parents, grandparents, or even siblings, In some cases, aunts, uncles, or cousins. Some of you may have kids that either look like their dads or copy the attitude of their moms. A great example of that is my wife and my mother-in-law. And I truly love my in-laws. You couldn't ask for a more loving and supporting family. But my wife and her mother look almost identical. There's no possible way to not know that they are mother and daughter. I've even noticed how after years of being in a relationship in a marriage, my wife and I have picked up on some of each other's habits and outlooks unconsciously. Now we as individuals, as a people, may at times emulate others for a variety of different reasons. But more importantly, There are those who emulate us. This is something that we must not take lightly, simply because we must ensure that they are following a righteous example. We must ensure that the direction we lead others is just. We must be aware of the fact that we can lead others, as well as be led ourselves by others to sin. And we can't just shrug this off. We can't just put this on the back burner. We can't just not think about it. We don't have the luxury of not caring. The truth of the matter is, you have either produced a carbon copy of yourself, whether it be your children, whether it be younger family members, whether it be a friend, or even someone you're mentoring, or you have become a blueprint that someone else is following whether they see you as a blueprint for business um for marriage maybe a blueprint for your physical attributes or whether it be for a career or even your walk with god it's been clear as day on social media for a while now y'all remember all the posts about hashtag goals well What do you think that was a reflection of? Think about this scripture. John chapter one, verses 45 through 48. From the NIV version, it reads, Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph, Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, he is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. You see, you never know who's watching you, who's paying attention to you, who may admire you and look up to you. Carbon copy or blueprint? Which are you? We should be both. We should be the carbon copy of Yeshua, of Christ, of Jesus. People that are identical or very similar to the Messiah living in righteousness and truth, submitting to the will of God, set apart from the sinfulness of this world, resisting the flesh. We shall be the salt of the earth, preserving God's holy word. You are the salt of the earth. But what good is salt if it's lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless, Matthew chapter five, verse 13 in the NLT version. And yes, we too should be a blueprint, acting as a plan, a model, a template, living in such a way that our vibe speaks volumes and announces your righteous presence as soon as you hit the room, guiding others to Yahshua, given direction that line up with the word of God, have a feel-good energy that comforts. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, in the NLT version. Your vibe attracts your tribe, but ask yourself, Who are you rolling with? What vibes are you putting out there? Where are you leading others to? Are you giving a just direction? Or being a wicked distraction? I can still remember when I was living in wickedness, promoting sin. My story ain't too much different from most, not all, but most black men during their youth. I smoked, I drank, I took that eye, all of it. And in my ignorance, I saw no wrong, had no shame about it. But the mighty God I serve opened my eyes to the shamefulness that I call living. Pulled me out of that darkness. He allowed me to repent for my sins. Gave me the option to accept Yahshua as my Messiah and Savior. He redirected me, gave me purpose, uplifted and inspired me. He blessed me with a beautiful wife in order for me to grow in being responsible. He blessed me with the understanding of the scripture so I can now be accountable for my actions. He defined my dignity in order for me to become truthful. He showed me that being a man has nothing to do with the number of females you sleep with has nothing to do with the size of your pistol. It isn't defined by a bank account or a dollar amount. To keep your word, to be a good shepherd and steward, to provide for and protect your family, not only physically, but emotionally, but most of all, spiritually. Being faithful and loyal, being dependable, helping to provide a loving home, Being honest. Being disciplined. Showing obedience. Standing firm in what's right. Following God's word. Sharing God's word. Helping those in need. And even though we can't help all, we help who we can. Giving and showing love to your people. Brothers, be the man of God that you're called to be. Sisters, be the woman of God you're called to be. Carbon copy or blueprint, which are you? We were created to be both, but granted free will to decide if it's for righteousness or sinfulness. Which side are you vibing with? Abba Father, as we close another episode, we pray for the peace and safety of all that fall under the sounds of my voice, as well as those who fall under the sounds of their voices. We ask for a cleansing of the minds, cleanses of all corruption, of all distractions, of all anger, of all fear. Bless our homes with a peace that only you can bring. We ask of you to send legions of angels, forming a hedge around our residences, protecting us from all hurts, all harms, all pains, and all dangers. Most high God strengthen us. Direct us on how to give glory to you as you desire. Through our talents and gifts we give you honor. If anything is spoken in error, Father please correct me and teach me in order to continue to encourage others to seek you In your truths I pray these things In Yahshua's name In Christ's name We pray Amen I really, really enjoyed recording this episode It was a blessing to me And if what you heard Was a blessing to you Bless someone else by sharing this With your friends, your family Your co-workers And church members At a Brother with a Bible podcast You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Anchor app, or Google Podcasts. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and feel free to share our page and profile. We thank you all for your follows, Fellas, make sure to speak to your brothers in passing today. Acknowledge the sisters when you see them. Ladies. Make sure you greet your sisters with a smile. Acknowledge the brothers when you see them. It's all love. This is Brother B. And as always, in all that you do, make sure that it's in your purpose rather than on purpose. And remember, you'll know your true worth when you research. Peace.